Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The World Without People. My name is Ayomide and I'm so glad that you're joining me today for what I'm calling a bonus episode. Last week I spoke to my guest Yesidi Abuola and we talked about sexual education. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode but I had one question for her that did not make that cut and this question was centered around her business. It's called Ileke D and In this episode, she just really talks with so much passion about this business that she started. And I felt that it was important that you guys listen to it. I think it really describes what passion is, what love is, doing what you love and how doing what you love can bring value. So if there are many of you out there who are entrepreneurs thinking about what it is that you want to do, thinking about how you can merge your passion and what you love to also making money. I hope you listen to this and I hope you learn a lot from it and just maybe get that passion once again and go out there and do what you love. The money will come, everything else will work out. And this is such a testimony about that. I felt it was important to separate this and listen to this on its own. I hope you guys enjoy it. And thank you again yesterday for joining us and sharing this message. And so you are talking tradition now. And I just want to remind you that my mom used to tell me back then when I was like, oh, please bring waist beads for me, that it was only, you know, those kind of women that were waist beads. What type and, of, I don't women say them. Say it. I don't know. Don't be shy. I don't say know. So, what kind of no, no, no. It's not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm sorry no, to put you on the spot, but. No, please. usually it's um, women that still other people's wives kind of thing right like at least that's the one that i know of but i hear it especially now because i swear there's this one that people talk about i i don't know its name but basically it's supposed to be a bead that is supposed to be doing something or the other for women what i don't know i actually don't know but i'm serious i actually do not know anyways i say all of this to say how are you like why did you want to start a beads company and how is it Okay, like demystified for us, maybe is the way okay. to say. So, okay, so Ileke D is literally Ileke's beat. Mm-hmm. Ed is can be is bottom, but it's also waist. Mm-hmm. Is also like the pelvic region. Right. So Ileke D are waist beads, right. or beads worn on the waist. Right. Now, you said tradition. I want to go back, 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 back. Right our ancestors and our foremothers mm. these are adornments think of them as the original african lingerie women wore this to adorn themselves for a number of reasons in some cultures i mean in the yoruba culture um women have been wearing waist for centuries right there are cultures in which women wear waist girls are giving waist when they hit puberty when they're coming into womanhood as a sign of them now being a woman their cultures even and i'm saying this as variations even within yoruba culture in some parts of yoruba land children when they're born girls are waist beads are put on them and these waist beads will be getting as they're growing older as their waist is getting bigger it will be getting tight they will cut it they'll push string another one it was to help like kind of indicate growth Mm -hmm. it was also a way they believe to shape her waist Mm -hmm. now the british came and the white people came and everything african 
was demonized mm -hmm. and it was seen i mean don't get me wrong i take it back there's another part of waist beads waist beads were central right um in the yoruba tradition waist beads are not one outside meaning nobody except yourself and your husband would see your waist beads or maybe you know other women that you you maybe anybody you couldn't get naked in front of should not see your waist beads now in the Igbo culture women wear waist beads on top of their so i'm just trying to show you that there's a whole spectrum of waist beads and waist beads are worn all over the african continent so when a woman shows her waist beads to her husband sometimes it's shown as a way of you know if I let him see, pick a little bit at it, he knows that, you know, I am, you know, trying to attract him to my bed. Mm -hmm. If I, um, you know, it's been said that men will, could hold on to the waist beads during sex. You know, when a woman is shaking her waist or she's, if a woman is on top or during sex and the, the beads are moving and they're making a sound, it, it's a very pleasurable sound for them and their partner. Women who wear waist beads are usually more central just even in the way they walk in the way they carry themselves there's something about wearing waist beads that puts you you know it's sitting in your pelvic area it puts you in touch with it it reminds you mm. of your femininity you know you're getting in touch with your inner goddess mm. and so the way you walk the way you carry yourself is alluring <laughs> i'm getting to the origin of this women that wear waist beads are husband snatchers because what has happened is that again right with the british coming and colonialism and them colonizing our minds anything african traditional all our practices were seen as either idol worship or just um you know they're not moral they are you know just everything bad everything african everything traditional was bad so our moms went to schools, you know, and they were told not to speak, you know, vernacular. And they were told to stop doing X, Y, Z, you know, and they didn't wear, you know, right now I'm talking to you, I'm wearing, you know, I'm wearing Adjure. Right. Our moms had stopped. They were wearing English prints and they were wearing, you know, suits and they were, you know, wearing wigs because that they were, they tried to be as Anglo as possible. So of course, waist beads were demonized. Now, Imagine a woman, your husband now is, or the person you like, is now with this other woman. Imagine that someone's husband was snatched. Although I don't believe that somebody can be snatched because they're not an object. You, you choose to walk into the snatching, but that's besides the point. Now, this person, you now see them, you now see that the woman has waist You say, eh, you see, it's the waist bead. It's the waist bead. Now, don't get me wrong. There are waist beads that people claim have mystical powers mm. you have you heard that there are even waist beads that can um prevent pregnancy i was told that like back in the day yes women used there are certain waist beads that will be soaked in particular herbs because you know waist beads then they're strong with string right mm -hmm. cotton thread so that that waist bead will be soaked in certain herbs and those herbs will prevent pregnancy um i haven't tried it but <laughs> recently I'm telling you, just recently, within the last month, somebody sent me a post from somewhere about someone that someone that claims to, that sells beads that she claims to be birth control. I have to open my mind because, again, it's very easy for us in the health and medical community to dismiss these things. You know, mm -hmm. just the same way we're dismissive of Agbo and we're dismissive of 
all these ancient practices that have actually worked for our people as opposed to dismissing it i prefer to open my mind and say okay it's possible and then think of how could it work hmm there could be some herbs that could help in contraceptives right and perhaps the body is absorbing it through the skin or something you know like because let's open our mind if we're just too quick to dismiss it then we also have we have not left colonialism we're still allowing the whites to colonize our minds yeah <laughs> so again right Waste beads have a whole, a whole bunch of um, uses and functions, and the the history is quite rich. The reason I went into waste beads is very simple. I love waste beads. I've loved them since I was in secondary school. I have, from my mom, hated them, mm-hmm. hated them because of what they stood for. Mm-hmm. You know, loose women wear waist beads. You know, mm-hmm. decent women don't wear waist beads, don't wear anklets, they don't pierce, they don't put multiple holes in their ears, they don't pierce their noses. That's what we're told, that's what we're taught. That's what they thought, that's what they were thought. And they never, they never expanded their minds to see anything else, they just went with it. So when you asked your mom for waist beads, I used to ask my mom for waist beads. When I was in college, I went to the US at 14, and 14 and a half, and I used to, I would, you know, when I write a list, when they come to visit, I'm like, oh, I want this, I'll put waist beads on my list. And my mom would say, never. She wouldn't even. I remember when I was at secondary school, the, f- the first set of ones I got, she cut them. <laughs> but I've always loved them. And I had this aunt. My aunt, my mom would then, my aunt would find out that I wanted them and she would send them to me. So I'd been wearing waist beads. So I continued wearing waist beads. My sisters and I would wear. But over the years, I have, as I have matured, um, my taste has been refined. Mm-hmm. And I started to see that the waist beads I was buying in the market did not match the type of jewelry I put on outwardly. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, I love jewelry. I love, if you look at me, you will know that I love jewelry. <laughs> I love jewelry. But the the beads I was seeing in the market were not to the standard of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And um, at some point I stopped wearing waist beads. Then years later, um, my mom died. My mom passed away. And um, my dad remarried. My stepmom is a bead maker. She makes jewelry, necklaces, you know, all the ones you wear to weddings, all the big, big ones and all of that. Yeah, she's a big, big maker. Shout out to Nemo Gems Hapatashri and Nemo (laughs) Bespoke Jewelry. Um, And so what I used to do was I would now say, oh, please, when you're, do you have very small beads? Do you have very, very small beads? And of course, the quality of the beads that she's using is exquisite, right? Mm. And I don't know why we felt like, oh, it's only the ones that we, we show, the beads that we show on display that should be exquisite. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So I would then ask, do you have tiny corals? And I'll see them, you know, sometimes you see some of these neck pieces, you have like 10 layers of tiny, tiny, tiny coral. I'm like, why can't I wear this on my waist? Mm. Do you get, you see small little crystals, Swarovski, beautiful shiny that don't fade so what i would do i would ask for them to please string those for me for my waist i would wear it and somebody would want to call and then maybe of course you know you have friends and all of that somebody will see it i say ah yesterday oh my god well i'll tell somebody about it and they'll want some and so my my stepmother and i now said hmm, i wonder if you know this could be a business like yesterday with the matter like a d in English yesterday, why are you not waste beads? I was like, oh, please, I'm a service 
provider, right. you know, I already have a nine to five where I work in, you know, the HIV space. I already run Olori Coitus, which is also a service. I don't think I can work in, I've never worked in retail. I have never, ever worked in retail. I've always worked in service. So I thought, I can't sell because I don't want people to owe me. I don't want to be, you know, talking to customers and somebody who abused me. I, I just thought, I also thought I just didn't have the time. And she said, you know what? Why don't you just start small? You know, let, bring money that you can afford to lose. Right. I started with 25,000 mm. in 2019. Mm. 25,000 Naira. She took me to her suppliers. Um, so grandma, so that is Nana's mom, is she sells beads, not made beads, but she used to, she used to um, be in China. Her husband was the ambassador to China, the Nigerian ambassador to China. So she had contacts in China, in Taiwan, Turkey. And so she sold beads to retailers in Nigeria. So I was able to tap into her network. She even sold me some of my first beads. I was able to, you know, buy some from her and buy some from some of her other, some people that she supplied to. And we started. And so we started with just a few. I opened an Instagram page. Like, what's the name? I was like, Ilekedi. And they're like, ah, come up with something. Something, something. Like, why don't you, you know, make it something? I'm like, no, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. It's going to be Ilekedi. Because I want to own the name. I want, I want the name. I want to, I wanted to take away the negative connotation of it. Awesome. And make it into something that's beautiful, that women will celebrate. That will celebrate women and our bodies and our power. And what we, you know, the sacredness, celebrating us, man. It's so easy for us to, you know, look at our bodies and think, Ugh, look at my belly after three children. But, you know, I put on my waist beads and they shine and they twinkle. I use the best quality beads I can find. My beads are not cheap. When people come and say, oh, it's expensive. I say, I understand what you're saying. They're not expensive. They're just not. Yeah, this, this is not for you. Yeah. You know, feel free to go to other beat sellers or go to the market to buy the ones you want. But I know the quality. If Even if it looks the same on Instagram, carry it. When you feel the weight, you understand the difference. Because I can't be wearing 18 karat gold on my ears, on my hand, and I will be wearing Penkelemes beads. That's honestly, that was the motivation for it. And God has been so good. We have evolved. We have a website. We we go to you know trade shows we're always at like all the big fashion um events in lagos in terms of you know fashion retail events the people have welcomed it so much there's so many people that said oh my god i used to love it when i was a kid but you know i felt so bad about wearing it oh my god even older women the revelation is people my mom's age who said ah you know i used to think these things were for bad girls and bad ladies ah you know hmm It'll be interesting because now they're 50 plus, 60 yeah. plus. They don't have to answer to anybody anymore. Mm -hmm. They're coming back into their own. And I love, you know, our generation and especially Gen Zs, they don't mm -hmm. care. These babes are wearing their beads outside of their clothes. Like they'll wear a skirt and put the beads on top of the skirt. <laughs> Whereas, you know, the older people are wearing it under and saying, ah, I don't want anybody to see it. So can you make it? I wouldn't want it to pick out when I bend down, you know? And the young people are like, uh-uh. I'm going to wear it on my high waist and wear my crop top with it. So okay. it's, it's been a revelation and I'm so happy. I'm, I feel so fulfilled when I do it. It's a, it's a labor of love, really. And it has surprisingly become a very lucrative business, I'm going to tell you. 
um very very lucrative i thank god and i've been able to you know and i'm hoping to be able to even expand outside of not just nigeria we ship to any country in the world from nigeria but we even want to do more and um you know spread it more because now you see in the americas you know people are especially like the african-american community are understanding you know the beauty of waist beads and getting more in touch with their feminine sides and their african sides and you know talking about intentions and things like that and it's really great to see something that is so so purely african very yoruba you know going to the world so yes i love it awesome and you sound very very passionate about this i need to go order mine we're open 24 7 we ship to all countries in the world sis Awesome. Yes, check them out at elekad.com and you can find all of this info on our website or on the description page of this show.